Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Anything that you want to talk about or get off, and like, once again, we're just, I want to be a value to the listeners, yeah, yeah, yeah. whoever they may be, right? So yeah, we've yeah. had Jonah Manswell recently, we had Murder Beats last year, yeah. we've had all the producers and artists. Yeah, yeah, no, I see and, everything. Yeah. And um, yeah, so if there's things that may annoy you from other rappers, other producers, anything that you want to get off, yeah, yeah. you know, talk your talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not trying to say nothing like reckless and no not reckless just yeah, yeah. anything that you know i want to get off my chest or whatever in terms of like people. hey guys if you want to succeed in this area just stop doing this yeah 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 start doing this whatever. okay just you know jessica let us know um no rush let us know when you're good to go on audio and video oh yeah fi- cell phone on uh, vibrate as well too please. no i put it on silent yo silent awesome thank you man Appreciate always yo Sometimes if you know people are just doing takes in the studio, yeah, it'll be on. Yeah, they forget to turn it on silent. We got to redo the whole shit. Oh yeah, because it'll be in the booth, right? The recording. Yeah, and then middle of the take, all you hear is that ping, ping. Yeah, yeah. fucks the whole shit up. Yeah, you. So you put yours on silent, which is like it vibrates, right? No, just nothing. Yeah. No, no sound, nothing. Mm. And do do you put on do not disturb as well? No, I never, yeah. I never do that. Yeah. It's too much. Too much. You still want to see the notification yeah, yeah. or whatever on the screen. Okay. We're talking about iPhone strategies right now. I wish I could see what I look like. Yeah. Like there was a screen out there, or over there. Yeah. The, okay. All right, man. Uh, yeah. Like I said, you know the intent. Mm-hmm. Please introduce yourself. Oh, what's up, everybody? I go by the name Francis Got Heat. Yeah. What up, Francis Got Heat? What's good? How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on your podcast, Yo, by the way. Thank you for coming on the Come Up Show. I appreciate it. Oh, you were you were talking earlier. You saw uh, about my T minus video. Yeah, and yeah. You were yeah. like how old or? I think I was like fourteen or fifteen. I was mad young though. And what what was going on in your life at that time? Fourteen years old, looking at that stuff like that. I was like, he was my favorite producer, so I was just like learning to make beats at that point. Probably a year, maybe a year and a half in. Mm. So I was just looking for like videos of all my favorite producers in the studio, and then like he's just very hard to find footage on. But that was like one of the few videos I saw few videos you saw yeah. and what did you get from that like conversation were you inspired at all or did you get any game do you remember anything or I can't remember yeah, too yeah, much yeah, but yeah. I just remember I saw that video I'm like damn like he seems like a cool dude and all that humble guy yeah 100% and uh, so you know uh, it's just, it's the summertime it is nearing the summertime yeah. here in Toronto and I know uh, I've heard you know because people say yo what's up with the Toronto producers and I've heard this theory of how winter plays a big role on people hibernating. Like you got nothing to do but be in the basement and make beats all day because it's for six months, it's cold. Yeah. Do you feel like the winter or the weather plays a role at all in in the production? Or no? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like in the winter, there's not much to do, right? So yeah. you just 
inside trying yeah. to stay warm or whatever yeah but like recently i just been traveling a lot so whenever mm. it gets cold here i fly out to like la or whatever so it's like i get hot weather i want to say for like eight months out of the year so you're lucky now to go to leave you don't have to yeah i try to avoid winter <laughs> but i come back for a little bit of it because yeah. sometimes i miss it and how inspiring is that to be able to do that um pretty crazy because like every time you i leave and come back like it inspires me I always get a little bit better when I'm abroad and then when I come back home, I just hone in on the skills. Mm-hmm. So you get this energy. Yeah, it's a whole different energy. Like, I like missing Toronto and then when I come home, it's amazing. You like missing Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, because it's funny because a lot of people, you know, uh, Torontonians maybe who don't leave Toronto often complain mm-hmm. a lot about Toronto. Yeah, exactly. But then when they, when they, when they, when they're gone, when they're not in Toronto, they're like, they're repping for Toronto. But yeah. So what are the things that you say that, you know, we may you we may take for granted as Torontonians and you come back and you miss Yo, about it? Yo, for sure is a weather change, like the different seasons. Like I spend a lot of time in L.A. It's like sunny every day. Like it makes me miss like rain or even like cold weather, weather or whatever. That's kind of funny, right? The variation. That's why it's so yeah. like when you're when it's summer, when it's getting warm, we're so happy here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were like so appreciative yeah. of it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more about traveling, going back and forth, okay. about LA or whatever. But uh, you tweeted uh, uh, not too long ago that uh, you said, sometimes I wonder what I'd be doing if I didn't make music. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder that a lot. Like, I'm like, you because yeah. I never really like applied myself in school or anything, right? I never really tried. So I never, I don't know what I could be doing if I mm-hmm. didn't do music. Like in high school, like what? Like in high school, like I just didn't care. I just showed up to class. Yeah, I didn't study or any of that. But but were you getting like? Cause you know you could be the the guy who doesn't try, still gets nineties, or you yeah, getting that's the thing. Like, I was still getting eighties. I was still on the honor roll and all that stuff. Yeah, but like I wasn't really like I was just doing it just to do it mm. or whatever. But then um, I don't know what I'd be in. Like what school I go to, what I'd be into. Yeah science or whatever i don't know because you just you finished high school right yeah but obviously you haven't went for post-secondary school yeah. because you're focusing on music yeah and it's kind of funny because like when like when you're like 16 what a grade 11 or something like that yeah. you're supposed to figure out what you want to do for yeah. the rest of your life yeah but i figured that out like at 13 when i made yeah. my first beat i'm like yeah i want to do this for the rest of my life like it was so fun like i don't know you just knew. I knew after the first beat I ever made, even though it was like pretty bad. I'm yeah. like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And what, where where did you make your first beat? Uh, I was in like my house in my living room on my like family computer, just throwing loops together and like stuff. A desktop computer. Yeah, desktop oh. computer. Okay. It's probably like Windows XP. Mm. And what was it? Fruit, what was pro- the program? Um, was it fr- like not Fruity Loops? Obviously. No, no, it wasn't Fruity Loops. That. I forgot what it was called. To be honest. Mm. Um. I think it was Mixcraft. Okay. Yeah, Mixcraft. So you just you downloaded that? Yeah, like a demo version. Yeah. I just Googled yeah. music making software and it popped up. I seen like free demo. Mm. So yeah, I just made a a quick shit beat and then um Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is this is a real career. People do this. Yeah. Obviously by that yeah. time it's already proven. There's boy one is yeah. already out, T minus is already out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I started making beats because of Ryan Leslie. Yo, that was the guy on those YouTube channels? Yeah, the guy that made Addiction and all that shit. <sighs> Wasn't he so inspirational? Yo, because I play a yeah. lot of instruments. Yeah. So when my friend sent me that video, I was like, I have to try this. Like, I, I could play all of that too. 
So I I did it. I downloaded the software, made a made a beat, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is my it's my life right here. Mm. Because yo, Ryan, let's say yeah, he'd be playing the drums and then the piano yeah, and then yeah. like right. He'll like, he'll yeah. pick up a random instrument he doesn't even know and he'll play it. Yeah, it'll make it sound good. So that inspired you to go download a pro a program and then start something. Yeah, that inspired me to create. Cause like growing up, like I took jazz, piano for a little bit, so I was always like creating my own melodies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had this like Yamaha keyboard that could record up to five tracks. So I'd be making my own little compositions when I was younger without even knowing what I was doing. Mm. And then yeah, that translated into like beat making later on in my life. Yeah, because you uh, you have a musical family, right? Yeah, yeah. So your dad played some. What did your dad play? My dad played guitar. Yeah. My mom is a singer. And then like all my siblings, we play at least like two instruments. Mm, and what uh, like Vietnamese music is that? What your mom made or what is she? Oh, my she mom, sings, she sings like Vietnamese like church music. Mm, like she was in a choir or something. Yeah, back home, okay. she was in like the church choir and stuff. Okay. Like even like at home now, she, that's all she listens to like Vietnamese like folk music, whatever you want to call it. Mm. So yeah, so you're come from a musical family. So when you're downloading, when you download that B and you're making something. Uh, what are your parents thinking at that point in the early stages? Um, they didn't really know what's going on. They're just like, "Oh, he's spending a lot of time on the keyboard and the computer, whatever." They didn't really know that it's a career or that they thought it was just a hobby. But yeah. um, I guess it was for a, for a couple of years. But my my bro, um, he's really into like hip hop and stuff too. He seen me make beats, so he started giving me tips like, "Yo, I could try to hook you up with this person. I I know someone that knows that person. Yo, give me a CD. You should do this with your beats. Things like that." Mm. Like he's the one that showed me about the beat battle and all of that. Battle of the beat makers. Yeah, yeah, which is a, a a rite of passage here in Toronto. Yeah, you have to do it one time. Yeah, as a Toronto producer, because yeah. it's birthed all these producers that came out of yeah. it, and uh, and you competed in 2012, right? Yeah, I think it was 2012. Yeah, you went uh, against. Uh, Wonder what was Girl. Wonder Girl? Yeah. So tell me, take me to that moment. You're on stage where the Opera House. Yeah, Opera House, man. Cause like <laughs> that year, yeah. like we were just chilling, and then I'm like, "Yo, I'm not even gonna enter because I know you're gonna win." And she was like, "So you already knew Wonder Girl before the battle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through how? I met her at the previous battle the year before. She was in it, but I was just watching. Okay. And then studying, um, studying, and just watch, checking yeah, it out. Yeah, because at that point my beats were pretty bad, so I didn't get in. I was just watching the conferences or whatever. Okay. And then we talked or whatever, and we started sending beats back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then we were actually both in remix together. And so then, this is before you entered Battle of the Beat Makers. You enter. You were in the remix. Part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. We were like hanging out a lot, and then she yeah. told me she entered. I'm like, I'm not even gonna enter this year. I know you're gonna win, like whatever. And then she's like, No, you have to. So she made me enter. So whatever, I enter. We get selected against each other, which was crazy. And what round? The first round? First round. First round. Yeah, the two 15-year-olds wow. get paired up with each other. Wow. And then at this point, like, we already played each other all our beats. So I'm like, I know what she has. She know what I have. Like, So I was like, I don't even know what to start with. I just, I don't even know. I was looking at my bro for, for like, guidance because he had my track list. He's like, you should play this, this, and then that. And then, yeah. So what was your strategy with the first beat? Like, kill him? Like, I got to go for it? Because, like, my first beat, yeah. I'm like, yeah. um, I know she's going to come with hard drums because that's her thing. So I'm like, I got to come with something, like, a little different musical. So that's what I did. And then the judge was like, okay, we need a rematch. And we went again. 
and I played a hard beat. She played like a hard beat. They're like, okay, one more rematch. And third rematch, I she played a harder beat than me. <laughs> I didn't play my best beat for the third one. Why? You wanted to save it for later or? No, no, no. Like what? I played my best beat for the first two. Ah, okay. <laughs> and who, do you remember who the judges were that like notable judges at all or no? Um, I remember yeah. who was the judge. JD Era was one. Okay. Um, Sky Zoo was the other Sky one. Sky Zoo, I was going to say, yeah. And then there was one more. Oh, Static Selecta. Static Selecta. Okay. Yeah. Okay, dope. So, uh, okay, then we got to rewind a little bit about the remix project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so tell me about that, um, about the, like, how did you find out about the Remix Project and applied and all that? I found out about the Remix Project through Rich Kid, who I met through my bro again, because mm. um, we found out that he worked at some, like, community center, like, helping the, the youth out with the studio or whatever. Mm. So my bro's like, yo, let's pull up on him. He's like, he's Drake's producer. It's like 2011 at this point. I'm like, yo, yeah, I got to meet him. So, yeah, we pull up. He's in the middle of a session, like, then he stops the session, and then just to listen to my beats or whatever, I paid him a couple of beats, he's like, yo, these are good, like, you should go to the Remix Project. So I went to go check it out, and then um, Ricky, one of the people there, he told me to apply. So I applied, I'm like, I don't know if I'm old enough to get in, like, the forum said you have to be 16, I was only like 14 or 15 at the time. And then um, he's like, yo, just do it, you never know, and then next thing you know, I get the call, like, I'm in. Do you do you, didn't, you just didn't go through an interview process? Oh yeah, no? yeah, I went through the interview. <laughs> my bad. I was like, uh, like really nervous for my interview. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is a big deal for me, like for my career, or whatever. Because mm. at this point, I never really been in a studio before ever. I went to the interview. I probably had like 40 beats on the USB ready to play them. Wow. I got there, they're like, yo, play us two. I'm like, oh shit, I don't know where to start. So I played the two beats. They're like, yo, these are good. Asked me a couple questions. The interview wasn't long. It was like who, like, who was in the interview? Ricky, Rich, Agile, and uh, um, okay. and Hagler. Okay. And then yeah, Hagler I met before, so he's like, oh shit, it's you. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> and Agile was part of the Brass Monk as well too. So yeah, the yeah. People yeah. have background on that, so they heard the, those beats, and then then what? They asked me a couple questions like, why do you want to be in here? Things like that. I don't remember what I said, but yeah. It was good enough to get me in. So and you were nervous, right? Because you were Super shy. Nervous. You were like fourteen, fifteen. So you're like fourteen, fifteen. Like yeah, I never done anything like this before. Like I don't know these people. Mm. I'm really trying to get in. I've never taken anything that serious before. Like, mm. and you got in. Yeah. And then and what was it like when you got in? Was it like the first day of school, like type of thing, or or no? Um, you remember when he started? I remember it was like, cause like none of us know each other there. So it was like a lot of like ice breaking and shit. Mm. Like I just remember we did a cipher. We went around. We played beats. Yeah. And what did you, what what would you say you learned from it? What what what? How did it enrich you? Um. Well, it gave me a lot of connections. I met a lot of great people. But my thing is like you get what you put into it. So I showed up every day. I worked every day. I sat in the studio every day. They had to like kick me out of there. So I put in my hours. I learned a lot. I met a lot of great people. Mm. And and it's kind of it's important about just showing up, right? Mm -hmm. Can you yeah. tell me the value of that of just being there? Yeah, just like just being there. You gotta like make it a point. Like if you really want to do it, you gotta like make it a point to do it that day. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I must go to the gym this year. They go for like two weeks and they stop going. 
like if you really want to go to the gym you got to show up every day mm. so the same thing with the studio grind like if you really want to like get really good at your craft you got to work on it every day and how many beats were you making at this time do you remember i was probably making at least like three beats a day three beats a day yeah so right now you're using fruity loops by then or not yeah i was using fruity loops by oh, then okay so making three beats a day yeah okay. not like good beats but like i just made three a day <laughs> Did you? But you you didn't you didn't even know they weren't good beats, right? Yeah, I thought time. they were fire at the time, like very fire. <laughs> you, you're like impressed with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. damn, like, this might have been my best beat ever. Like, and tell me about that process, that journey. If if you are a fan of yourself and yeah. you're making beats, like, yo, this is the most fire I've made. That's that's what it's about, right? That yeah. Process of like, yeah. you're just excited. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I remember like thinking back on beats that I made, like it was the most fire beat. Like I go back and listen to a lot of my old stuff and then like trust me, I'm like, I can't believe I made that. I can't believe I used to think that was hot. It's crazy. You're cringing. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even want to play that for anybody. <laughs> Shit from even like twenty fifteen, I'm like, I can't believe I made that. Wow. But when you do look back on it, like what do you obviously there's a cringing feeling, but there's the growth. You recognize yeah, yeah, that, yeah, right? For sure. I'm like, yo, I got a whole lot better from when I started. <laughs> That's amazing. And tell me about, uh, like, you prefer making music with friends, right? Like, mm -hmm. when, um, if, if it maybe you're about to work with an artist, you like to like, you like to get to know them first. Yeah. Like, like, tell me why that's important for you. Um, Like, if I could build a relationship, if we really vibe together, we'll probably make good music together. So I try to, like, meet the artist. Because, like, if I just sit down, go in a room and make a beat for them it kind of feels like a job for me you know what I mean I want to mm. build like a rapport with someone make create a connection and how how do you, and so obviously like you know you were a shy person so this is yeah. maybe like something that you're growing on or growing outside of your comfort zone so how do you how do you try to make a connection with somebody like is it just talk to them that's it or I don't is know like, like I'm still kind of shy so I'm still yeah. figuring it out but like yeah. usually like we just vibe over music like Whenever you walk in the studio, we don't got to create right away. We just talk a little bit. Show yeah. me what you're into, what type of music you like. Type of, I'll show you what I like. It doesn't have to be your music. It could be like, I don't know, whatever you listen to. Mm. And th and does that matter when it comes to like uh, you being honest with the artist and the artist being honest with you, the report, right? Like yeah. if you're building up a relationship and they do a trash take or or you're not liking what they're doing on your beats or vice versa you guys can start to be more honest with each other or no? Yeah, I mean, I try to create the best content possible. So if there's something I don't like, if they ask me, what do you think about this? I'll be like, yeah, it's cool, but you should change this. I don't like that. Try something else. Mm. And like, if they're cool, like they will, they will respect me for it. You know what I mean? Is that a challenge though? To like, to kind of balance of not, not hurting the artist's feelings or no? Like, do you care? Or do you like, oh, how do I say this? But without hurting their feelings, if... Cause he obviously you don't want to say yo that was trash, bro. Like yeah, no, you know like I, mean? I never, never. That would be yeah. like that was okay, but I think you should try this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like give them tips. Yeah, because it also ref at the end of the day, yeah, it reflects on you if it's yeah. a garbage song. Yeah, like the, your beats may be fire, but if the artist is yeah. spitting hot garbage, then you don't want that, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, tell me somebody else that you started working with when you were fifteen, John River. Tell me John about River, how yeah. you met John and then tell me all about that. Um, well, John, um, yeah. I met his manager at the time at the beat battle. So he's like, yo, I have this guy from Saga. You should... The beat battle when you competed or the when year? I, when I competed in 2012. Okay. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? He seems like a cool guy. He had a couple of tracks out and they were doing pretty well. I'm like, yeah, let's link up. So the first day 
I went all the way to Saga. Like, I didn't have a laptop at this point. So I was carrying um my desktop. What? Yeah. The 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 tower. The tower, yeah. And just a tower? Just a tower. Wait, okay. Um I had the tower. I had to bring my own monitor too. My own screen. And was it a flat screen or one of those big ass screens? It was like, like a flat screen, like a twenty four inch or whatever. Okay. So I had to bring that and then how, how did you carry that from where? Do you live downtown or Yeah, I live like in Toronto, not yeah. downtown, downtown, but okay. Um, I think that day you uh, got a ride, the, obviously. I think his manager picked me up that day. Okay, great. But like the other times we linked up, I I packed all that shit in a suitcase. In a suitcase, luggage. In a luggage, I put yeah. the tower and the screen in the suitcase, and I take the TTC to Saga. Wow. But um, yeah. Anyways. And um, when you're doing that at that moment, are you thinking, wow, like, what are you like, are you, like complaining? Are you frustrated? No, I'm you're like, like, what do I, why do I have to do this? No, no, no I'm like, yo, yeah. I want to do this because I want to work with this guy. I think like yeah. you could do something special. You know what I mean? So the first day we we linked up, we just went to his manager's house. No speakers. He had like a little Beats pill, or whatever. At this point, John has like half his project done or most of it done, and then he plays me a couple of tracks, and then we work on a couple of tracks. I, and then I think I did like three or four tracks for him that day, which was pretty crazy. What uh, what uh, project? Do you remember what project this was? The storm or the calm? The or calm. The calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I came in. I pretty much like reworked like some of the tracks or whatever and created some some new ones for him like lights out and, and stuff like that mm, so this is in 2012 this is 2012 uh and so wow okay i met him in september and he dropped it in like october yeah october november yeah so i had to like every time we linked we did so much work wow do you remember what songs there you did on there or no um, I gotta look at the track list because I did. Okay. I, I I helped him quite a bit. I think. Mm, seasons of love. Broken. Seasons of love. I yeah. added some a little bit on. Okay. So yeah, there's like a 16 track. Yeah. Okay. I probably did at least five. I think. So what did you, in those sessions or whatever? What did you see in 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 John River? Like I just liked his music, like the way he was rapping, things like his content, and him as a person. Yeah. Yeah. He's a passionate guy. Very. Very passionate. Yeah, and he was like, he was 17 at the time. I was 15. I'm like, okay, we're both young. Maybe yeah. we could do something special here. Mm. And like, yeah, he's just like, he was just a really cool guy. We hung out. We went to go eat. Like, he was one of those guys I just check. You know, whenever I check him, it doesn't have to be in the studio. I just check him. Yeah. And what I what I realized uh, about, I think I met him when he was 19 or whatever. Yeah. He was very articulate. He was like a very, very smart guy. He was a very smart guy. Yeah. Like I was years older than him and he made me feel like, yeah. I'm like, Yo, this, is yeah. this guy smarter than me? Like the way he talked and the insights that he had, I'm like, wow, this this is a special human being. So, yeah, and he has a story yeah. too. I, I was a really big fan of his story. Yeah, like the, the soccer he played. The whole so- soccer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of stories. A lot of stories, yeah. yeah. So prayers up for uh, John River. Yeah, prayers well up for too. him. We're hoping he gets better. Uh, so you're, was... Your first official album placement, Trey Mission. Yeah. Uh, the track was called On a Wave. Um right? It was no. Moneymaker. Moneymaker. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That was on a Stigmata album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So you're at the Kendrick show, Sound Academy. Yeah. Trey Mission is opening up for him and what did you think? I was with um I was with Wonder Girl actually. She invited yeah. me. Yeah. And we were on the balcony, like private balcony. Just for it was just us two, her mom, and then like Whoever was performing, they would chill up there after they're done or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I seen Trey Mission performing. I think he performed Flashlight Whoa. 
And I'm like, yo, who is this? This guy's sick. And then one of the girls like, oh, that's Trey Mission. I'm like, yo, I want to work with that guy. So I was just doing some research, like, who's his manager and whatever. And then one of my boys that worked for Chris Taylor, he's like, yo, come in for a meeting. And I went in for a meeting. And I met Trey Mission's manager and like, yo, let's do a session and all that. And then he made it happen. And then the funny thing is he went, Trey Mission went to school with my, my bro and they knew each other, but my bro didn't tell me that. Ah. I'm like, yo, he could have lined up the session from time, but. From time. Yeah. He just didn't think of it. Yeah. Because there's so many people, so many yeah. artists in the city as well too. And so, yeah, so that was an official album, like Stigma, yeah, like Trey I Mission. Went, I remember, yeah. were you at the release uh, thing? I don't no. know. I wasn't old enough. To I remember go. they had Nando's go. chicken. I remember like it was proper. It was I just like... remember like that was the first <laughs> album I ever went to. Like when HMV was still around, I went to the store and I bought it. Like, yeah. First al- ever album I bought. Like, first album you ever bought. Yeah. Like Trick not Mata. bought ever, but like with yeah. my name on it. With the oh, with you producing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a special feeling for sure. And so you open up the album credits, the pamphlet. And you see yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even when I yeah. bought it, like yeah. the person that was checking me out, they were like, oh. That's Canadian album. That's pretty dope. Why are you buying it? I'm like, yo, because I'm on the album. They're like, oh, that's dope. I'm going to go check it out. Mm. Yeah. And that, that, so that was like the first, like, so you brought that home? Yeah, yeah. To mom and dad? What did they No, think? I didn't, I didn't show them. Like, <laughs> no? No. Oh, you weren't ready or? No, I just, yeah. They don't really like understand like the music, music industry, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's very, like, back home, it's not really a thing. Yeah. They were growing up. Yeah. So they don't really get it. Mm. So you didn't show them because they didn't get, or they they would maybe take, or maybe they would discourage you from doing, it, or they maybe they would ban you from doing it. Were you scared about that? Oh no, we've yeah. had our back and forth, me and my parents, yeah, about me doing my thing. Mm. Yeah, because well, yeah, t- tell me about the challenges in the, because when it comes to immigrant parents, man. Yeah, trust me. You know what I mean? They want us to go to the traditional yeah. doctor, lawyer, engineer. Yeah. Those type of things because they came here to give us a better life. Mm-hmm. They have the best yeah. intentions, right? So when you're, you know, you graduate, uh, this is probably before you even graduated high school, then yeah, having these conversations, yeah, for right? for sure. Uh, because, yeah, around maybe grade 10 or 11, you have to start thinking about university, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so what are the conversations that you're having and, like, and how are you trying to convince them? Like, yo. And maybe you're trying to get your brother on your side yeah, and to sure. talk to them. My bro like, was definitely defending me. Like he was trying to tell them. Yeah, how many years older is your brother than you? Um, He is seven years older than me. Okay, so yeah, considerably yeah. older. So like, yeah. he's not like one or two where yeah. he has the experience of yeah. life, right? So uh, yeah, tell me about that. Like the challenges of that going back and forth. Man, yeah. at a certain point, well, yeah. like they don't think this... They didn't think this was a real career. It's like, to them, he's like, he's on the computer. It's just a hobby. Like, they're like, yo, you have to go to school. Like, because my grades, like, because they're very strict. They want, like, 80s, 90s, whatever. Like, I'll be getting 80s and 70s. They don't like 70s, but I just keep getting them because I don't really care. So they're like, yo, what are you doing? You have to go to school. You have to do well. Do you need a tutor? All of this shit. There's one year I almost failed math. Like, they were on me about it. Like, yo, you need help. But then, like, I didn't really care about school because I already knew I'm not going to school. I'm doing this music thing. But, like, I remember when... Um, and when did the, what period is this? Like, grade 10, 11? Like, grade 10, 11. Okay. Because, like, you have to do, like, university applications, grade 12 or whatever, right? Yeah. When that time came around, I didn't apply nowhere. They're like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what, what's happening with your life? I'm like, I'm going to do this music thing. I'm, actually, no. I told them I'm taking a year off. Mm, smart. Yeah. Smart strategy. Yeah, so they're yeah. like, okay. 
you can try it for a year. And then I did it. I took my year off. Technically, I went to Humber for like a week just so I could get the student cards. So like, like my mom would be off my back, like, yo, go to school. So you applied to Humber. I got in. Yeah. I got a student card. Okay. And what then, did you apply for at Humber? I don't even know. Like, like general... Uh, general arts and science, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? That's like yeah. the prep course, whatever, easy. I just wanted a student card. Yeah. And then I got that just so my mom could stop telling me to go back to school. And then I flew to L.A. You flew to L.A.? Yeah. After you got that. So when is that? Like, what, September you get your card? or I started or? in January, so I got in okay. January. I flew yeah. out to L.A. in February, like two weeks into the program. Okay. And so you're, what, 17 years old around this time? or No, I took a year off, so I was like 18 or 19. 18. I think I was 19. Okay, so how? tell me how you even thought or prepared to go to L.A. Like, were you talk to your brother? Or are you saving oh. up money? Or um, how did this happen? I go to L.A. a lot. I've been going since I was 17. Okay. So. Yeah, at that time, though, like yeah, yeah. when you got the Humber card, was yeah. that the first time that you went to L.A.? No, no, I've been to L.A. from when I was 17, right after I graduated high school. Oh, okay. Like two days after I flew to L.A. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why did you fly to L.A.? Um, I had I just wanted to experience it, and then someone was paying to fly me out there. They wanted to meet me, so like I was seventeen, underage, so I had to get consent forms from my parents to let me fly out underage and shit. And what? What your parents are asking you? Why do you need to go to LA? Yeah, they're like, "What are you doing out there?" I'm like, "They had to go, they had to go like meet the the person I was flying out with, like my manager at the time, and then they had to do like four meetings until they let me go." Wow. Your manager is patient. Yeah, yeah. Very, very. <laughs> that was okay. the first time on a plane, everything. That was your first time ever in your life on a plane? Yeah. Okay, but, And were you on a plane by yourself, obviously? No, it was me you... and my manager at the time. Oh, okay, great. So you arrive in LA, and what is that like? It was different. Like yeah. I've never been on a plane. I've never been on the West Coast. I've never seen the ocean before. Mm. It was pretty crazy. The first place I went was like in and out because I heard so much about it. Yeah. And I was thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> Talk about talk that talk because people take the Instagram photos or whatever. No, it's cool for your photos, but I wouldn't okay. eat it. It's cheap. Is it better than Wendy's or no? Sure. What, what levels is it out of here compared I, to Canada? <laughs> I don't know. Like, or we don't have that many options. Do I we? don't really eat yeah. fast food burgers in general. Okay. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Okay, great. Chick Fil A is my spot. Okay. I'm a Chick Fil A type of guy. You're a Chick Fil A type of guy. Yeah. I've been hearing good things about them as well. I, I eat it like every day if I could. Every. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, so you went out your first time, and then what did what did you what did you hope to what did you accomplish or try to do? Um, I was just trying to see the place. I remember when I was there, I was just locked up in the studio making like four or five beats a day because I've never been that inspired in my life. Yeah, like in the airport, I made two beats. On the plane, I made a beat. When I landed, I made more beats. Like I was just so inspired by the city. I went to go see all the beaches see a couple of views like all of that tell me the what are the feelings you're feeling when yeah you're in the airport or like is it joy is it like giddiness what is it yes yeah, like because yeah. like, one of my goals when i was like 16 or 17 was to even go to la because i've just been hearing about it like everyone's like you need to go there that was my biggest goals and then i finally did it i was just like shocked like can't believe i'm here mm. i just thought like i'm in a whole different world now and after that, did you make a decision like, yo, I'm doing this. This is what I'm do like. This is the music thing. Like, did I give you some type of validation or no? Or like A little bit. Because yeah. like, at that time, not a lot of people were really going to LA like that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm here. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's serious. Now it's real. Like, this is real. 
Okay. And uh, I want you to talk about, because, uh, you know, in the interview, you talked about, you know, like uh, you're saying, you know, why why are people, why are you talking about struggling in Toronto? It costs $400 to make it out of the city, right? Yeah. Tell, expand on that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people, they like, they tell me they want to go to L.A. And like, yo, I can't believe I'm stuck here. But I'm like, if you really wanted to go, you could go. Like, you're stopping yourself at that point. But like whenever whenever I went, like I never really had a plan. I just picked up my bags and left, and went there. And I figured it out when I got there. Mm. Like what I'm gonna do, who I'm gonna link, all of that. So you're saying people are putting up too many obstacles and barriers in front of them. So. Yeah, sometimes like you just have to do it and then figure it out when you get there. Hmm. So it's probably fear that's stopping people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but sometimes you just have to go for it if you really really want it. Hmm. Okay. And, um, okay, so, yeah, that's, you're talking about now, let's go to that Humber story. Like, you got the student card, you're like, I'm just going to go to L.A. again. This is yeah. the second trip, third trip, or something? Probably, like, like my fourth or fifth trip. Okay, wow. I've okay. been going a lot, like, every year. Every year. I go multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. And the reason why you're going is because, what, like, everybody's there? Yeah, a lot of people, like, like to make music in L.A., and then um, there were people that I wanted to try to meet when I went down or do sessions with and what, what what were like some good like stories that came out of like who did, i think big sean you met, met i met there? him um more recently though okay not like back then back then i probably met like absol and like isaiah rashad and stuff like that yeah how did you what truth studios or where did you meet them i met isaiah downtown we were just one of my um one of my friends knew him right crooklyn no 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 okay. um my man uh dan okay he works in like clothing and stuff so he he like knows him he gives him wardrobe or whatever and like they're pretty tight so he's like yo i have this producer you should meet we went out for brunch yo zay didn't even know i was a producer he's like yo we're gonna meet that francis kid after right and he's like oh he's sitting right here i played him we went back to the office whatever I, he asked me to start playing beats so i played um I don't know if you're familiar with the song. I played for the squad, the beat yeah. for that, right? First beat I ever played him. Just mm -hmm. met him, and then um, he's like, "Yeah, I need that." <laughs> and then I played him a couple more beats. He didn't really take them, but he's like, "Yo, that first beat, send that to me." Mm -hmm. And then and th would you say that beat was like kind of different of what you were making around that time? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Like I don't yeah. make beats like that ever. I've never really made beats like that. It was yeah. just that one time. Someone asked me to make send a pack to Mac Miller, so I made that beat, and then he never picked it up, so I played it for Zay. And the sound, how would you describe it? Like more boom bap type. Yeah, of... it's definitely more boom bap, more like chill boom bap type of vibe. Yeah. I never make that type of stuff. You never take make that type of stuff. Yeah. But you can make that type of stuff. I can, and like ever since that song came out, everyone's been asking me for that type of beat, and I'm like, I don't do that. Why? I don't know. It's not really. It's a cool beat. It's really chill, but like. I don't really. It's not that fun making it for me. Mm. Well, I, I I guess um, the yeah the question that I want to ask is like because you know over my time of you know I've been doing this for a minute in terms of interviewing artists and I'm seeing obviously the sound of music has changed mm -hmm. right so I met rappers who were just rappers but now they're singing yeah because that's a sound yeah so because that's what's in demand mm -hmm. from the market and the fans so I wonder how those market demands 
also influence you as a producer because obviously you do make trap stuff mm -hmm. and if trap stuff is what's in demand and everybody's asking you for that mm -hmm. you're probably going to make that compared to a boom bat beat that yeah. maybe one or two people will get is that does that have an influence on what you're making or um well i i just try to make whatever i feel like but like i don't really listen too much boom bap i guess yeah like growing up i didn't listen to too much boom bap i guess I, that's why i don't make it a lot mm. but I, I appreciate it for sure it's just like not for me to make i just it's I not what why. you're driven by yeah. you're just not passionate about it yeah is that is it that simple yeah, i think that's fair okay well that that beat was dope though so you know you got it's different lanes if you want yeah. to right yeah like it's just yeah that beat was just spur of the moment like it just came to me hmm okay um and yeah so we're talking about yeah the multiple la story so when was it like when did mom and dad say all right we're gonna chill we're gonna fall back oh, a little bit i think it was um after my first semester was done technically because i didn't go to school for real yeah and then it was September. They're like, are you going to go? My mom asked me, are you going to go back or um, are you just going to focus on this music? I was like, I didn't know that was an option. Obviously, I'm going to focus on the music. Even, even her asking that question is like, yeah. you're probably ha happy. Yeah. You're I'm like, like oh. I didn't know that was an option. So yeah. Obviously, I'm going to do the music thing. What, you th what do you think made her even give you that second option? Because obviously, there's progress there, right? Something happened. I'm not no. even too sure what happened. So, the, But there was no like... She just multi-platinum stuff or like stuff like that yet at that not, point. Not not then. Okay. I think she just seen. Honestly, I don't even know. She just asked me one day randomly. I don't know what it was. Do you think it could be that you were so ultra focused? You know, like you, maybe you just changed where you were just like locked in, like you were probably. just so dedicated. Yeah. That they know, wow, this kid is serious. Yeah. She probably just seen me flying back and forth a lot. She's like, okay. Yeah dedicating a lot of time money and effort into this yeah and then, because it was like like you know like when i went to school for radio right yeah. uh but before uh my parents didn't want me to do radio yeah they're like what is this thing right yeah exactly they don't get it yeah but then i think i my behavior changed where i was like ultra focused where i was volunteering at university radio i was i my first time slot was wednesdays 2 a.m to 6 a.m right yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like i changed i was like so focused right rather than like always going out and like doing dumb stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. my behavior changed yeah and they're like oh okay we kind of like what this he's becoming so yeah, we're just yeah. gonna chill now and see where this goes yeah but obviously you were you weren't doing dumb stuff because you're like 15 yeah, you yeah. Have a chance like, to do all i would do <laughs> was like go to the studio like sometimes i cut class and just go to the studio or whatever yeah like but they knew like i wouldn't go out and do like i wasn't going out to party or nothing you just knew mm. i was in the studio i had to sneak out the house to go to the studio like you know what i mean so there's no pinpoint moment that you can tell that where your mom saw or something you just other than you're just putting in work yeah i don't know what made her like ask me that question yeah but at that point she just kind of understood i guess understood yeah so after you said you're gonna do music then what and then yeah like i just kept working like did it have an impact or in, in any type of change in your behavior when mom is like basically kind of giving you like, okay. Oh, it didn't really change much because yeah. I wasn't going to go back to school anyways. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't really ruin my game plan or nothing. It was just more like, oh, now she's cool with me doing what I do. So I'm going to hide nothing no more. Okay. But yeah, no like, wow, I got the 
okay, now I'm going to go extra hard or I'm going to prove to her because she she says, okay, there's no changes at all. No, I didn't really have that moment. Because I was already going hard. Yeah, you're already putting in work. Yeah. Okay. I've been trying to prove myself to her since I was like 13, Mm. since I picked up like the whole beat making thing. Okay, so through this whole journey, then we're like you know we talked about the trade mission uh, placement. What what was the next in terms of uh, the timeline and, and the placement? Where you know? Yeah, I was doing after trade mission like the next biggest thing for me at the time, like twenty fifteen or whatever, with like all the Roy Wood stuff I was doing. Yeah, I got I was like lucky enough to work with him on a like very early on. Mm. We got to build a cool relationship, so he we just kept working. And you got introduced to him via Sunny Diamonds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, in his studio, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. He so just told me like, "Yo, I have this guy. Yo, send me beats for him." Mm. It just turned it worked out. He like he sent me a couple of demos. They were cool, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, let's link up. I want to cook something up in person because I'm more of an in person type of guy. I don't really like making music over the internet." If we're in the same city and stuff like that. Yeah. Especially if you're accessible, might as well link up. Yeah. So we linked up and then we didn't really talk to each other, but we just made jealousy in like another track. So you're in studio, but you didn't, not too much back and forth. No, I was like, yeah. hi. And then like, Sonny would walk, walk up to me and be like, yo, he said, change this, change that. And then he walk up to Roy like, yo, how do you like it now? He walked back to me. Okay. He was the middle man. Yeah. Can you bounce this down? I'm, yeah. You know, and when when did it break? When did it like the you know? Probably our like second or third session. Okay, where he just warmed up to you. No, we because we're both shy people. Ah, that's yeah. why. That's that's funny. Yeah, but like. One, but once you start making them hits, those songs yeah, yeah. are coming out good together. You're like, all right. Yeah, yeah. You warm up. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Um. Okay. So yeah. So this is what jealousy. Jealousy. Innocence that was like 2015, mm. and then his next project the next year, I did a bunch, a bunch of sh- tracks with him. Yeah, so this is obviously coming out all on OVO and all that type of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And so that was like the first big step. That was you? another big step, yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, like this is pretty cool. Mm. People are like liking the music, he's blowing up, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, so what's what comes after that? Um, what I do in 2016, Absol. I get Absol. Yeah. And I think Isaiah came out that year too. That was a good look. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a really cool experience. So you connected with Abs uh with uh, Isaiah before Absol? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. How did the Absol connection come about? Um, my boy Dan, he knows the whole camp, all the oh, TDE, okay. So Okay. Um he'd been emailing Soul a couple of my beats and Soul liked them. Mm. Took a couple. Then one day I get an email from App. He's like, yo, send me something hard. I could play by the bonfire with the homies. The bonfire. The bonfire. A bonfire. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, give me an hour. So he wanted something with piano in it, right? So I'm like, okay, give me me an hour. I'll send you back something. Open up my FL. I'm in my my, my crib. I was playing this random like piano melody. I made this beat. I send it back. He's like, yo, that's the one. Send me the stems. Mm. Within like two hours, like I sent the stems, and so that song was what the uh, evil genius, um, drugs, drugs. Yeah, evil genius was a old beat. That was one of the beats he took like from the email way back when I first like started emailing him or whatever. Mm. Okay, so app solo, 
Absol. Yeah. Okay. And I was like a fan of him to begin with. So. Oh yeah, he's like he's a very unique artist and has a cult yeah. following in as well too. Yeah. Okay, so Absol and after Absol, uh, what uh, Bryson Tiller? Was it Bryson? Well, obviously, uh, well, forty four twenty two, but you send that to Oliver like years ago. Yeah. yeah Tell yeah, me yeah. about that. Oh, that was like I was probably like. 17 17 years old was it i think 17 or 16 maybe yeah no probably 17 because i was just starting to send all all of her beats or whatever mm-hmm. and like he told me put a couple aside and this was one of the beats he asked me to put aside and then um never thought nothing of it it's been a couple of years i'm chilling in la whatever and then oliver hits me he like yo remember this beat yo send me the files for them I'm like, yo, I made that on my old laptop. I don't even know if I have those files right now. But, like, luckily, I had my hard drive with me in LA. So I went in. I was able to open up the project. So I sent the files out ASAP. Like, yo, Mm. I'm close to making the album. And then I come back to Toronto. I get the contracts. I link 40. He plays me the album. He's like, yeah, this is your track. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm on it. Okay, it's official. And so that ended up, uh, uh, Sampa did the track. Yeah. On the More Life album. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, the the funny thing is, cause you know, I hear when you follow producers on Twitter, they about holding beats. Mm-hmm. That's kind of s- sometimes a frustration for producers, yeah. where like, you know, some people are like, some producers are like, if you don't put a deposit down, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna, I can't hold beats for years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. Obviously, when it's Oliver, you're gonna hold. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, like with that beat in general, like yeah. I don't know who else would have taken it. I made that specifically for them to take. Ah, uh, okay. Because Oliver asked me, like, send me stuff with no drums, so that's what I was doing for a period of time. So yeah, you custom made it. So yeah, you like, knew that. I made it with the intention of giving it to them. To to give it to them. Yeah. So it was locked away in your yeah. brain as well too. Uh, but tell me overall, not that only that beat in general. Like, what's like. Uh, you know, if some if you send a pack, a bunch of packs to somebody, yeah, and it's you know they don't you don't hear nothing back from them. Mm-hmm. Is it dependent on who that artist is? You'll hold it off. You know what I mean? If it's like say a Kendrick, yeah, it's good. It doesn't matter. Yo, this is the thing. Most yeah. artists, if yeah. they like it, yeah. if they want you to hold it, they'll hit me back right away. Yeah. If I don't hear nothing, then I'll be like, oh, they probably didn't really like the beats. Yeah. So they'll reply like they'll there'll be enthusiasm right there. Like yeah, you know, like. Within like 24 hours, they usually hit me back like, yo, that's the one, save that mm. or whatever. That's the one, save that. So yeah. you know how to, to yeah. store that. No one's like really ever hit me up like four days after be like, okay, can you hold that beat? It's always the next day. Mm. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about, because I think you say, you know how artists have to experience life to make music? Yeah. Right? People are like, yo, why are you taking so long to bring an album? They're like, yo, I yeah. got to go through stuff. Yeah. I think you said it's similar for you like that. Yeah. Right? Like, because like, um, at the end of the day, we're all creatives. So our creativity and our inspiration all comes from somewhere. Like me, I like to experience things, see things. But I know producers that could just sit in a room and make beats all day. But I don't know. I can't really do that. Mm. So you're saying you have to live life. You have to, yeah. say, travel. Or... Yeah, I love traveling. I'm trying to like travel more this year. Yeah, where are you trying to go? I want to go to like Europe. Yeah. I've never been before, so. Yeah, so... That's like that's like an almost instant inspiration in terms yeah. of like when you travel, you know you're gonna be inspired, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And for the people, like the you know fellow creatives, if they haven't traveled, if they're stuck here, what, what why would you say to them travel is important? Um, different places, different people, different sounds, different cultures. 
there's so many things to like get inspired by mm, it's key yeah it's key and and and, t- and tell me a little bit about like yeah being in those different places of like mm-hmm. say la or being in those different rooms has there been like stuff where it's happened just like by chance just because you were somewhere an opportunity happened with like you did a beat with a producer you didn't end up really wanting to do a beat with the producers like i've heard stories where for example i don't know if you heard the producer tank god he produced yeah, yeah, uh, rockstar yeah. for post malone he yeah, just, yeah i remember that story yeah uh he just ended up going to a studio session with king combs and he saw post malone and he asked him can i play a beat for you and yeah. ended up being rockstar yeah does stuff like that ever happen or no hasn't happened for you like by just being in the right place at the right time um i've gotten to like meet a lot of cool people just by being there just by chance has been pretty cool yeah yeah so so like yeah like the, but still the connections are happening there right yeah yeah cause you never know where it may go down the road from there yeah yeah okay uh, you're reading a book called The Wealthy Barber Returns is that right or no oh yeah I was I was <laughs> for sure the, how tell, did you know that how, tell me why that's why were you reading that book Um, I'm just trying to learn how to save money mm. cause I didn't grow up like having money and now that I'm getting money I need want to like be smart with it yeah what are the challenges of like learning of how to like manage your money I'm not spending it because <laughs> like I've never had it before so now that I have yeah. it there's like so many things I wanted to do yeah but like I just gotta make smart decisions yeah I gotta yeah. control myself do you feel like with the say the social media the Instagram the nice things materialism and consumerism is at all time high yeah for sure but like I'm not too into that like i yeah. like what i like i like certain things so if i really want it i'll work for it yeah other than that i don't got to be wearing designer every everything like yeah well well also the circle like say when you see other friends like your peers because mm-hmm. you're in the rap game yeah, yeah when you yeah. seeing rappers with like j- cars jewels change or yeah, whatever yeah. do you get influenced by that or you get tempted by that at no, all like, <laughs> no like not really i'm like a couple pieces are nice but Sometimes people are just too excessive. Too. Like, yeah, why you got to be doing the most right now? Mm. You got a family barbecue or whatever. <laughs> it's a family barbecue. Yeah. Why are you wearing, like, all that ice or whatever? It's not necessary to yeah. sound like that. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I wonder, if, like, have you ever seen, you know, when you see, like, the producers who are at the top or artists and they've lost it all, right? Mm-hmm. Do you learn, like, do you do you see, see things like that? You're like, oh, that's not going to be me. I'm going to learn. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's so many stories, especially in hip hop, of people like losing it all, going bankrupt, whatever. Yeah. So like, I'm always telling my manager, like, yo, I'm not trying to be that guy. Like, make sure everything's good. Yeah, because you never know how long the run may be, mm-hmm. or how many it go, whatever, when it stops. Or yeah. You have no control of that. Yeah, right? that's the thing, and mo- yeah. and most of the time, like, people are not spending their money wisely. They get caught up in them in the moment, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm not trying to do. I'm trying to make smart decisions with my money now mm, that's wise and uh so uh so francis tell me like what have there been like the challenges that you face on this journey where it's, it's been frustrating or you had to overcome yeah i mean a lot of it is just because like i was already working hard it's just i knew like my time was coming but i couldn't wait for it like just I just had to learn to be very patient. Like, a lot of times, I'd just be venting to my friends or whatever, be like, yo, I'm working so hard. Like, this guy made it. This guy made it. How come I'm not making it? I swear I'm, like, better or whatever, you know? And then it's just like, everyone has their time. I just had to wait for my time to come. And, like, right now is kind of my time. I'm on the come up. People, like, listening to my stuff. So, like, I'm very happy to be where I am. Like, 
I waited all this time and I'm finally like getting there. But in those moments, you were impatient. A lot of frustration. I'm like, yo, I I should have been here. Like, I've been doing this for so long. I'm not getting nowhere. No one's picking up beats. I'm trying to send it to everybody. Like, why am I not getting picked? Why my beats not getting selected? All of that. And what kept you going? Knowing that I was close, I just knew like I was always one track away. I'm still kind of one track away, but like my mentality was like, "Yo, I'm so close. I can't stop now." Hmm. It is. It is. You are. It is uh, with this game, as especially as a producer, you are one track away. Aren't yeah, you're you? always one track away. And once you get that one track, you yeah. just keep going after that. Yeah. But you need that one track. Yeah. That one beat, because. Once you're on, once you have a hit, a successful hit, everybody comes to you, right? Exactly. What is that about? Why does everybody come to you after you've had a hit? Because they want hits. Because now <laughs> you got the hits. You know what I mean? Is everybody just swarms, right? Yeah, because now you're like, oh, that's the guy that made that number one hit. Mm -hmm. We need something from him. And once, because you've had hits, right? Me personally, I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't say I've had a hit. You don't feel like you've had like that smash. Yet. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I need that smash. Yeah, you've had songs with obviously big artists yeah, and I've had, been on big yeah. albums, but not that say number one on top one hundred. Yeah, like that's my 100. goal right now to hit like top ten or whatever. That's okay. my goal for like this next period of time or whatever. Mm. And how do you control that? You just have to keep working. Yeah, like I don't know. I might meet the right person at the right time at the right day. Just keep working. Just keep just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Like it's been working well for me so far. Like don't fix it if it ain't broken. Yeah, and I think I like the 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 sense that I'm getting from you, like, and I was reading this. You're like, I'm just a calm person. I make my beats. Whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. your? Yeah, I'm no? a very like relaxed, very chill guy. Yeah, like I don't really get stressed over too much. Where do you think that comes from? Where you just like chill and just whatever him? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know where that comes from. Probably because I grew up with a lot of siblings. Probably I just had to learn how to keep it chill. Like they were chill, or they made you chill. Like what? Like it was like a lot of commotion going on in the house. Like yeah, eight people inside like a house in Regent Park. It's wow. a lot of there's Your a lot family going of on. eight. Yeah, yeah. So it's like and you're the youngest. I'm the youngest. Yeah. So, so what? You have seven or six? I have five other siblings older than you. Yeah. And you lived in Regent Park. Yeah, and like eight people in a small house in Regent. So there's like a lot going on, a lot of noise, like. You just had to keep your composure. I learned from young how to like keep my mm. composure and things like that. And how would you say like living in Regent Park and living and growing up in the area, like how did that influence you, if at all? Um, definitely like living there, you guys have a different mentality. You're a little hungrier. You're a little more um, on your toes. I'm more aware about things, situations. Hmm. Okay. Uh. And uh, we're wrapping up, Francis. Yo, I appreciate the, the time that you're giving me. So obviously you work with other producers and you work with artists. Yeah. Uh, what what would you like to say? Uh, first of all, let's start with artists. Okay. Uh, frustrations and then ad advice. Frustrations? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Overall, just uh. like in, in general, you know what I mean? We're not talking about anybody specific. Like artists, you got to stop doing this. Maybe stop tweeting me and saying, get on my, give me a beat. As an example, oh. or no, anything like that, or no. Um. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> like a lot of people email me, like, "Yo, send me beats or whatever." Well, send me free beats. <laughs> yeah, send me beats or where can I buy a lease? I don't do leases. 
I'm not like a car dealership. I don't do leases. Um, I don't know. Okay, well, but like, uh, I'm trying advice to then, here. positives then. Like, what would you like? What advice would you like to give to other artists that you see out there? Um, just keep working. Learn like, take criticism. A lot of people think criticism is like hating. It depends how you like put it, though. You know what I mean. But like, mm. learn how to take criticism better. We are living in that time where people think criticism is hate. Yeah. Very easily. Like we're sensitive. You have to say it like very, very nicely. Yeah. Well, artists are sensitive. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I'm not the best at like being like the nicest sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh. Fellow producers who are coming up and putting in work right now, they're in their basement, they're working, and they're listening to this. What mm-hmm. would you like to say to them? Yeah, just keep working hard. Like, that's that's the main thing. Work hard. Like when I say work hard, there's more things to work on than just the music. You can work on your brand. You can work on your connections. You can work on a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. But people just assume, yo, I just have to sit on my computer all day and make beats. Yeah, well, I guess if the people who are, say are introspective like you. Or maybe, uh, maybe a little bit shy. There, it's hard for them. Yeah. What What would you say to those people as well, too? Like, uh, you know, maybe it's hard for them to network. Is it something they just gotta just do it, just break out of that mold? Or yeah, I or mean, what? I was blessed enough to have like people around me that are pretty talkative. Yeah. Or like outgoing. Yeah. So like for instance, my bro, he introduced me to like Rich Kid and stuff like that. He was the one who was like, "Yo, we gotta pull up." made the first intro, like, yo, this is Francis, whatever. So I don't know, feel shy to go on an event, bring a friend that talks a lot. Bring a friend that talks a lot, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Because you can find somebody that's passionate about what you're yeah. doing. And just let them. Yeah. <laughs> Until you can take over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they say something wrong, he's like, no, 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 I'll take over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Francis, what is currently inspiring you overall? Inspiring me? Yeah, overall. recently. Yeah, what's inspiring you? It doesn't have to be music, but just ins- inspiring getting your creative juices going as a person well recently because like toronto has been getting nice finally it's been like the weather like i've been making a lot of like summer music Mm. summer music yeah the weather's a bit up tempo you know uplifting type of vibe uplifting type of vibe yeah and then during the winter you'll make the emo sound (laughs) i'll make some like harder stuff some darker stuff in the winter yeah and then when i fly to la i'm making more chiller stuff yeah yeah that's dope. Uh, anything else you want to leave the audience with, man? Um, I don't know. Where they can check you out? Oh, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Francis Got Heat. And you got a, a playlist on Spotify. Yeah, I Francis gotta. Got Heat. If you want to check out, yeah, you want to check out all his produced uh, songs. Yeah, I have everything on there. Francis Got Heat. Yeah. Yo, thank you, Francis, for coming. Thank you for on. having me. I'm glad I'm finally on the podcast. You made years. it, man. It's been years. It's been years, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, dope. So do a quick drop. You know, a drop which is like, hey, this is Francis Got Heat. You're listening to The Come Up Show. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Get inspired. Huh? No, no, I don't. Right now? One second. Okay. What's good? It's Francis Got Heat. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get Get inspired. Yep. You're good. Oh. Yeah. I can say it now? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yo, what's good? It's Francis Got Heat. You listen to the come up show. Get inspired. Dope. One more. Another safety. All right. What's up? It's Francis Got Heat. You're listening to the come up show. Get inspired. Dope. Thank you, man. Thank you, yo. It was cool. <laughs>